Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Total 90 Premier League podcast. This is your favorite time of the week. This is my favorite time of the week. And I am Nick Brown, Franny Brown from Franny Brown Town. Tottenham defeat Arsenal 1-0 after Harry Kane scores the winner with his head. Manchester United go down, sending an express postage stamp for the title straight to Manchester City. Sergio Aguero scores four and turns the golden boot race into three. And of course, we're going to talk all the preview of the Champions League, Facebook's finest, and we're going to look at week 28 of the Premier League season. And of course, I am never alone. I am joined by the maestro himself, Mr. Gerard Jr., Mickey Kennedy. How are we doing today, Mickey? Very good. Very good. Um, good weekend for me. Uh, Liverpool got points. You know, I dropped them, you know, if... For for a Liverpool supporter, I was clearly looking at the the game we we're about to talk about uh, Tottenham Arsenal as a I, I really hoped Arsenal win, but you know, it's one less team in the race for the top four now. I think. Would you say that Arsenal are completely out of the race? I would say yes. Yeah. It's big. It's a big call. It's, uh, it is it's very, a big call, but seven points behind you guys, and you guys aren't even in the top four. It's very, so it's, it's very it, true. Thank you, know you for reminding me, Mickey. Uh, it's crazy what a week. Uh, can, it's no crazy worries. what a week. Oh, can yeah, do, don't Mickey. worry, I'll do that plenty of times. <laughs> Crazy what a week can do, Mickey. Okay, you know, this yeah. time last week, we were, you know, everyone was in uproar. Absolute uproar. Two yep. days, uh, especially yourself, Mickey. You were in absolute uproar. You were lost respect for, for the game, for players. You thought that they're all dirty cheats. And then... No, no, just the Tottenham players. Just Tottenham players. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, it's, it's crazy how the internet works. Two days later goes by and everybody kind of just... Gets over it. Yeah, they get over it. And then, like, they realize that everybody, like, you know, every paper, every article, every, you know, online article, um, who they have, they had some Liverpool great come out and say, Jamie Carragher came out and said, clear penalties. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Yeah, he came out out and said a statement. He said they were both clear penalties. He had both of them, which was very strange because I don't even think that Harry Kane won a foot offside. And and then I think a lot of Liverpool supporters kind of looked at it and went, oh. I hate you, Jamie Carragher. Yeah, exactly. I showed you you a beautiful uh, video on, um, I don't even know what day it was of the linesman kind of angle and uh, even your face kind of went oh shit this is for the Lamella one I didn't, one, I of didn't see it yeah. <laughs> you I refused, you refused video, to look I reckon that video was in faster pa- like they've speeded up the, t- the pace of that video <laughs> to make it look like a penalty oh any, no, any it, excuse like, any excuse uh, yep from that angle it's a penalty isn't it it's a clear penalty from I that just, angle look, I understand I, I, I can understand that why people would think it was a penalty <laughs> <laughs> No, after seeing that replay, I did bite my tongue a little bit. It was, it was, but I'm I, still, I'm that still. was a definitive angle, but we we hadn't had that beforehand. It was completely up in the air. How did it you was, get that that video? Anyway? It was on Twitter. I saw someone post it on Twitter, and that's they had the linesman's angle, and they had someone how, recording how, from how? recording from there or something that's like fan, that. Fantastic footage. It was. I don't know how. I don't know like who actually got it. Like props to them. But uh, after seeing that, like if I saw that replay, I thought, yeah, exactly. If they had that from the start, if they just had that angle, like perfect. They should have a camera, a GoPro on the on the linesman's. Well, Lamella's still a diver. <laughs> Of course, we have so much to talk about, but we today, do. Mickey, we, on, on top of the Premier League, Champions League is around the corner tomorrow, or exactly. Uh, yeah, Mickey, and I'm excited to watch and we're gonna, it. And we're going to cover all the teams that are going to be playing. It starts tomorrow with Tottenham and Juve. This is going to be an absolute cracker. Um, we'll talk about the form of the teams that they're playing, because obviously um, a lot of our shows Premier League based, and you know the, the general person might not have too much of an idea where the team they're playing is actually sitting or how they're doing in their own league. So, yes, very yeah. true. Do we want to start with the Premier League, of course? We, of course. Uh, North London derby time. Mickey, I might, yep. we might as well get my Spurs love for it uh, out of the way. Um, it's funny, I saw, I heard someone say this today, that it was the most comprehensive 1-0 win, but in the context of the last two minutes of the game, it probably should have been 1-1. <laughs> like, you know, it, was, it was a game that should at it's, one stage should have been 4-0 It's a Spurs. classic game where um, for certain parts of the game, um, 
one team just like if he if he couldn't see the scoreboard in the top corner, you'd think one team was dominating. Yeah, um, they were <laughs> Spurs for the first eighty, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, probably and Arsenal. Really, well, they they had a couple of chances early on. Now the, yep. the three ball from Wilshere to Abamyang. Yeah. Um, Oh, Jesus Christ, it's, that's a tight line, isn't it? It's a very tight line. It is, it's I'm a crazy surpri- I'm a little bit surprised where Arsenal didn't plead the case more. Um, I haven't heard much, and that's no, a crazy thing. No, I haven't. Thing. And like, you look at the replays, and even a couple of the commentators, um, Jim Beglin, I think, was one of them. He, he yep. said that might that might not have been, been offside. And Jesus Christ, it's close. You know, I think... It shows how hard it is for being yeah, a, touch, a touchline exact, assistant, isn't exactly it? Exactly right. And I think a lot of the... I think Aubameyang's going to get himself in trouble... In this situation where he takes off so quick, he's too quick. He's for the so league. like you know what I mean. Like yeah, he is. if he took, the, if he still took that step, like if he still took that run half a step behind those defenders, you know, by the time that ball played in the the lines with looks, it could possibly look offside a lot of the time. Of the, like, yeah, because he's so quick. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those things that like he's almost right now the the. I guess the officials are kind of adjusting to his pace and they don't yeah. know what to do. Like if, I'm just, like, he, he got that, I guess, technically right. He had an arm offside, which is one of those ones. Oh, I, if he didn't call that, yeah. I wouldn't be complaining about it. It's one yeah. of those ones, you know? And, uh, but it's incredible how quick he is. He's unbelievable. And he looked like, I was saying to you the other night, he looked a little bit injured running around at some stages, but then his closing pace, <laughs> yeah. um, sometimes when he, he decided to have a run for it. And the, the, I think the most scariest part for me as a, as a supporter of the other team is, he didn't even look like he was running his hardest. You know no. what I mean? It was kind of like a, a three-quarter, you know, kind of you know, yeah. half push. And then he ran across the ground so quick. It was um, a little bit daunting. And I'm glad we've played Arsenal twice because um, on a better day, which I, I thought they went way too defensive for this game, yes. I think um, Arsenal Wenger was just um, so scared of making, you know, a 3 nil loss or something like that. It, it, it backfired anyway. But... Um, you know, on another day, he could cut up a lot of defences. Yeah, it's, it's one of those... It's a very strange game. Arsenal were dominated the midfield. Um, we, I need to get my Moussa Dembele praise oh, out of the way he's early. Fantastic. Uh, he was absolutely incredible. Uh, he's yeah. so calm on the ball. I saw someone say it on Twitter. It was like, Moussa Dembele doesn't run. He just glides with the ball. He, he does, literally yeah. just glides. He had a 97% pass rate. He's got a very long stride, doesn't oh, he? It's, it's um, like when he's fit, and that's the thing, Dembele has better be injury prone. That's why I got a Dembele shirt from last season, because I know how good he can be. Uh, and he he just tore apart. He nullified. Um, Xhaka did nothing. Absolutely nothing. Was but, actually, he did but, something. He, he was lazy in the first goal. But, um, oh, he was very lazy. Very he? lazy. he just didn't close him down, did he? No. Um, and do you want to run us through the first goal, Nick? Because, you know, it's your team. We- yeah, but Ben Ben Davies is one of those players, isn't it? Like our our left and right backs at the moment, you know. With, Do you guys I, just seem to replace left and right backs <laughs> with better left and right backs? I, it's it's hard to say because you know um, Danny Rose is an incredible player. We're kind of um, on the on the men. We're kind of getting him back in the squad. Alderweireld didn't play. He's not playing in the Champions League as well, even though he played in the FA Cup throughout yep. the week. So I think that's a bit more player management for uh, on Posh's um, oh, it has front. To be, has to be, and, yeah, because yeah, he's you know over the last two seasons he's probably been the best centre back across across both. Yep. So uh, yeah, Ben Davies whips in and. Unbelievable ball to Harry Kane. Yeah, um, I think Trippier might have put through an unbelievable ball to him about five minutes later, and Harry Kane missed it. So it, 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 it stunk of um, someone who just wanted it more than the, the Arsenal players. Yeah, think. you know what I mean. It just kind of 
like the ball come in perfect, like a fantastic ball, don't get me wrong, but it just Kane just wanted it more. And they are, I was like, there was a, I think Mustafi or Koscielny was appealing for a push. Oh, yeah, uh, no I, thought, I was very, uh, I wasn't dirty on it, but if they called that, I would have been very dirty on that one because yep. that's what strikers do. They, they get above the defenders and they they want, it's as you tussle, said, they yeah. just wanted it more. Wanted it more. Uh, yeah. Ozil was absolutely pretty useless throughout the game. Mikatarian was like, you know, shelling no, himself. No service. No, no. Like, no. The thing is, um, Arsenal went out with a defensive mindset. El Nani played with Jaka, and they were so de- like playing defence. Um, the one thing I did notice, Mkhitaryan was was stuck on the left side. He didn't get the chance. Yeah. Um, against Everton, he got the chance to kind of you know roam a bit and then make something. At, you know, uh, but um, on this game, it was he was forced to play out wide. Same with Ozil to a degree, yeah. and they couldn't play. They couldn't play the way they wanted to. They, they played with no freedom yeah. and. And it just seemed to have a massive gap between them guys and their midfield. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was just such a like a gap, and and that's where I think Tottenham really took Arsenal apart. They just they plugged the that hole. They the amount of intercepts that Spurs had, especially in that second half, just poor passing by on Arsenal's front. And uh, you know to have a Dembele or a Dyer or yep. or an Alley or whatever cut in front and just take the ball off. It was it was just incredible to see like how poor they were on the ball. Arsenal. Um, Aubameyang had as you said no service. You can't. I, not going to say anything bad about Aubameyang over that game. Uh, Lacazette comes on. He has two chances. One, very much a half chance, the volley. Um, we Should he have taken, taken a, a touch and not try to volley it? I he had know. plenty of time, yeah. but I think the, the, in the context of the game... It's like he heard the crowd. He's like, they yeah. were just like, shoot. And he's like, yeah, why not? Let's have a crack. But the second one, Mickey, though, the second one is the one we need to get on. Um, the through ball goes in. Uh, Sanchez and Vuitton can get caught in between each other. They both think the other person's yeah. going for it. It leaves And, and definitely with players like, and you know, Lacazette, is, he's quick himself. So yes, he is. Uh, you're never going to catch him. Laurie is completely out of position, completely um, out of his line. Like, nowhere. And he had, a, had three quarters of a net to he go He had no for. idea where the inside post was, no, wasn't he? He had no idea. He was, he was so confident in, in his set of backs. And I guess that's kind of a blessing and a curse to have confidence in his set of backs for that degree yep. and Lacazette puts it wide and realistically he should have put that away very easily it shows oh, yeah. it shows a player who has no, no confidence, confidence right now and and um can you blame him no, like, with everything yeah. that's happened he, you know I don't know why they, he just didn't play 4-4-2 I know um Winger likes playing one up front kind of thing but you know in the context of this game the way the game was going just put Aubameyang and Lacazette together give them a chance to play together you never know they could be the most deadliest strike partnership since probably Suarez and Sturridge yeah exactly yeah you know what I mean um, in that season where they nearly made the title yeah like they were, they were ruthless that year and I, I like them two could probably they could do better yeah they could of course you know what I mean like yeah. I think um, Aubameyang could be on the not, probably not on the Suarez level that year but he'd be close, and Lacazette definitely definitely would have probably storage covered. Uh, storage covered. So, what do you think about the substitutions uh, Arsenal made? Do you reckon they went too attacking, and they kind of you know they brought on Welbeck, they brought on Lacazette, um, Awobi came on, they got rid of Alnini, who I thought was uh, playing quite well going into it. So yeah, but that was the whole defensive mindset. Yeah, I, Jack must have something on a winger. Oh, what for him to keep getting a game? Keep, every they, every game I see him play, Mickey, it's just it's I. I don't know. It's just somebody who I'd be very frustrated to be an Arsenal fan with him in your team consistently. It's like I'd be it's, frustrated to be his teammate. Oh god, it's, he's something else, isn't he? Like he was so lazy to get on on that ball. Like he was just jogging to Davies before he whipped that cross into Kane, and it was very no. It didn't notice it at the time, but when it's funny they put you know, the replay. when they when they put on the replay when experts pointed out, you kind of go, oh wow, oh, that's shit. that's yeah. really really noticeable. And, it, and even when the ball went in, he was kind of just a look around the back, didn't expect anything of it, did he? It shows it shows how um, little you can get away with as well. Like yeah. you know, like any uh, if that was twenty years ago. No one really noticed that. Like, yeah, you, know, you might you might have the occasional person be like, "Oh, he didn't run as hard," but now you can slow things down yeah. and like stop and really, everybody. And 
now they've got the TVs at half time where they drag the players yeah, exactly. with a little arrow. Um, Nick, I will bring up this question. Harry Kane's game, obviously he did score against Tottenham, uh, Arsenal, sorry. Yes. It's a game that he's, um, like ever since he got released from Arsenal, it's a game that he's always had, you know, you know, got to prove him wrong. And he still has that attitude, even though these times later. But yes. did he play that well on the weekend? He had four or five clear-cut chances. Yeah. You know, in our one out of four, and he, in the end of the game, it won the game. So, you know, this doesn't really matter in this context. But you look at the Bamiyang side, if he had four chances, how much do you reckon he would have put away kind of thing? Well, of course, it, it all depends on the day. Uh, Harry Kane played a, a good game outside of his finishing. Like, he was fantastic yep. on the ball. I, at, I think we're going to take to uh, account the weather too. Yeah, do we blame do we weather? Do we really blame the weather? But I, I wouldn't be one. A lot of his goals, uh, a lot of his chances weren't Harry Kane chances, I'd say. But yeah. It, you know, a lot of them were the, the header. It's funny. His second header was one that it looked on target, but it had so much spin on the ball. Mm. That it just spun, it's almost like Lacazette. It just kind of went, yeah, just kind of went out of the way. Well, that looked like it was going in too. Didn't yeah, it? exactly. It just kind of like It's like curved. God kind of pushed it away. <laughs> just like, no, you don't deserve that, Lacker. Don't worry about you, mate. But uh, yeah, I thought, you know, besides the, like his finishing was poor, should have had at least two, um, realistically. They should have put the bet, a game to bed after that second chance. Yeah. Header should have gone in, and then it would have been two 0 game over. But um, yeah, it didn't happen. Uh, he played well throughout the midfield. He's so hard to get off the ball. Like yeah, he's yeah. somebody's uh, he's incredibly good at uh, working other plays in. He had a fantastic chest uh, when he chested the ball to Sun, who released Lamella. He was that, good. That was unbelievable. Sun yeah. was good. Sun was fantastic. Uh, Sun was great. Uh, he seems great. to be a pocket of energy, doesn't he? It is. Uh, Ericsson created more chances than the whole Arsenal team. Um, that, that doesn't really say too much because Arsenal just didn't get forward enough. But it, it is worth saying. You know. Um the thing, like, and what's been said a lot now is um, the shift. Well, they talk about the shift of, you know, power um, between Tottenham and Arsenal. Um, the only thing I did notice that would suggest that it would be the case is the approach that these three teams went for this game, where Arsenal, you know, gone to the day where, you know, like Arsenal 10 years ago would have gone in that game defensively against yeah, Spurs. Yeah, kind of even, not kind like, of even hoping for a draw, yeah. kind of pinch it at the end. It's very you know true, I mean? like, yeah. Like how many like how many Arsenal sides and I I love to hear from the fans if they ever like Arsenal fans that you know want to comment on our page and um you know say what they think because for me like they talk about the thing and don't get me wrong Spurs have nothing to show for what they have at the moment yeah. that's the only and that's the difference when Very they start true. wanting trophies there'd be no doubt that Spurs have taken over Arsenal right yeah but um the fact that Arsenal went into this game for me is so defensive minded against a team that. They're supposed to have the wood over for the last 50 years. Yeah. Um, shows to me that um, they're looking over their shoulder now and maybe Tottenham are just running past them a little bit. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of one of those things that it's very interesting to like have the argument. I wouldn't say there's a shift at all at the, just because I think that the standings made more of sense for them to try and pinch a win or pinch a draw because realistically... I don't Arsenal think that knew. even matters in these, this game. You would think you know, so. Like I, think, I think for Wenger and, it does. Uh, Liverpool and United, right? It's the same deal. Um, I don't think... Points almost go out the window these games. I think for Wenger, but it counted because I think Wenger knows he's under the pump. And that's the only thing that I think might have been one of the main reasons why they did play so defensive. Wenger knows that he's in a bit of trouble here. I don't know after after they smashed Everton 5-1 that they go in here defensive. Like, wouldn't he have all the confidence in the world to go, okay, let's let's kind of get at him because, you know, they're they're so apparently so good at Wembley as well. Yeah, Um, second home throw. Yeah, exactly. Um, Spurs taking seven points from uh, United uh, United Arsenal and Liverpool's very good effort, you know, 
two wins and a draw there. Yeah. Uh, they're in a very they're in a really tough patch, and they've got it out of the other side with Juventus coming out tomorrow. If they could if they could snatch a win there, it's an absolutely incredible you know kind of a uh, month for them. Yeah, exactly right. And you know what I love about the Poch, um, his comments about Juventus, and the similar comments that he made about Madrid, how he's going to go there and try and win the game. That is probably you know as a as a supporter like. And just a, a fan of the English game, like I'm not a supporter. Obviously, I'm not a supporter of Tottenham, but like um, the fact that your manager is coming out, and 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 it looks like it means that they're going to go out there and try and win the game. Yeah. And and that's half the battle. I think half these teams go out with a defensive minor, and they end up losing anyway because they're on the back foot from the start. You know, they're not looking to win the game, and when the game goes, you know, heads head over heels, when they do eventually score, because there's only against the good teams, there's only so long you can hold on. I think. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know. You're in a world of trouble, and then you got to try and turn the whole strategy around, which Arsenal did in the last ten minutes. And how much better did they look? Yeah, exactly. I, it was almost like um, they just went, you know, Wenger, reverse. Yeah, Wenger just kind of went, okay, let's go for it now. But it's why would you wait until the last ten minutes? You know, you've, you've yeah. they, we scored in, what the 49th minute or the 50th minute, so you've got 40 minutes to go at it. If you well, really you got a whole to. game real, realistically, don't you? Exactly, you got all the time in the world. You could take your time, try and pick them apart. But there was no real, there was no stage of that. There was no like yeah. points where you felt like. It was going to happen until the last five, ten minutes. I want to bring to you, Mickey, uh, Arsenal's away record this season. Yep. This is what's killing them. Uh, right now, they've played 14 games away. They've won three, drawn four, lost seven. It's unbelievable, they have it? They have 13 points from 14 games, Mickey, of, of the whole season. That's Arsenal. That's supposed to be one of the big six. I'd love to see that compared to one of the, um, one of the bottom teams. Well, one of the that bo- wouldn't even be that far. Oh, exactly. You look at uh, say I'll give you a Southampton who are two five and five, and that's not two. That's only uh, two points away. That's so one point away, isn't it? Two points away. The thirteen, sure. to, thirteen to eleven. Yes, two points away, Mickey. We've got. A, I thought it was one point. No, it's two draws and not one. No, f- no, Mickey. Oh, okay, eleven to thirteen. I'm, sh- I'm shit. Come at on, you got to get the mask on. Uh, we'll get. We'll play next week as well. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're not. Um, their their away record is so poor, and it is that of a middle team or an even lower team than that. It is, and isn't it? This and is that's what... the difference between them and the top four. Exactly, and that's why you know is, if they can't turn that around, they will have absolutely no chance. I still, you know, Arsenal are one of those teams who will come out and win ten games in a row just to finish the season off. Uh, they ha- they might have to do that to make top four now, but. Yeah, I never rule them out because they are Arsenal and they have a habit of doing this. But yeah. we've got to move on, Mickey. Um, yep. The other massive result, there's been a couple, and uh, is Newcastle. And this is a result that um, directly makes our weekend better. Yes. Um, United going down 1-0 to Newcastle. Um, this is a bit of fighting spirit, isn't it, by them? And and these kind of games are the games that um, when you got the relegation battle heating up week by week and getting absolutely crazy at the moment. Um, yep. Teams show their character a little bit, and Newcastle have definitely with this one. They had a bombardment from United. You know, Martial yep. would have to say, "What has he done to not score?" Um, had a double chance from inside the the six yard box. Yep, two passes where they both blocked. Sanchez had an open goal. Yeah, that's... and held off one. And for me, that was a, a clearly a player thinking about it too much. Yeah, you'd think any any player in form, you know, like I, I always bring up Salah because he's just been in form all season. If Salah takes that first time, puts it away, no stress. Even if he doesn't take it first time, he probably gets around an opponent, yeah. puts it away, no stress. But Sanchez is a player who's um, understands that there is a lot of pressure when you go to United, and he probably didn't know how much pressure he'd be under. The United fans are rabid. Like you know, Arsenal fans have their you know their Arsenal fan TV, yeah, but like yeah. the uh, just the pressure that goes into being in a Manchester United because you are expected to win titles every year, you're expected to perform well every year, and Sanchez is probably getting a bit of a rude awakening there that if he doesn't perform he might not it's 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 amazing to think that um, if he was at City 
would he be on the bench right Well, now? that's exactly it. I don't know. There was such a weird rumor that he would potentially go to City because where to, where would he fit in? And it was yeah. just it was so strange. I, mean, I want to put to, I want to put to you Manchester's starting lineup here just to show how there's no chance in hell that this team should have lost. Yeah. Yep. So they have Jones Smalling um, as a centre backs, Young Valencia on the on the right and uh, left and rights, Martial, Matic, and Pogba, and then they have Lukaku up front with Sanchez and Lingard behind. How is that team? How is that team losing one nil to a, to team, a championship to, to a championship team? It's ridiculous. Bit of fight, I think. I think yeah, Newcastle, yeah. Um, you know, at St James's Park, you know, we we talked about it last week um, that you know you, you know it's a hard place to go. You actually said that yourself. Yeah, I did say that. And, yeah, um, you know. United are crumbling. I think they are, and I think the the pressure they got. I don't. I don't think they've got any direction where they're they're playing. I've got a question to regarding United after, but we'll, yep. we'll get through the games first. Um, yeah, this is a club. This is a club that's, you know, they're getting left left behind by the um, rivals and City, and they're just. It's just falling to pieces, isn't it? It's so funny because you know you look at a team like United, and we're all saying like, you know, how bad of a you know, and they're bit still of fall, second, and they're second on the league, and like that, yeah, again, that shows the expectation for have a you team played, like them. Have you played them twice? Oh yeah, you have played them twice. I've played them twice. Yeah, one, one, lost one. So I, I know we've got them in uh, two weeks. I think Big, one or two weeks. And, and that's and is that is at a, Old Trafford? It is at Old Trafford. Oh, that's huge. It's amazing what's going to happen with that game, and I, I can't wait for it. I can't wait for the tactics either. I'm, I'm yeah. interested to see how Mourinho goes. He's copping an absolute beating for being defensive at the moment, so yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. If he goes defensive against Liverpool at their own ground, yeah, could you imagine? Well, and and if they lost, yeah, well, they're just as like I don't think you can go defensive against this current Liverpool team. They're too good up front. They are too. We will they tear will, you apart. They yeah. will cut you up. Like that's the thing. And like you know, they might. You, you might say that it worked last time, but. I think Didn't Liverpool have Mane right. last time. I don't even know. I can't remember if Salah played last yeah. time. Yeah, but this time is so much different. Like you have this, you know, this Liverpool team right now have the best um, attack in the league right now, besides Man City, you could argue, which are both. They're I reckon one, they're, they're one, one par. Two. Yeah, we'll say we'll say one and one. <laughs> but uh, yep. it's you know you won't be able to well, hold yeah, on. And to be honest, like Arsenal, I'd put them in that bracket almost now. But on paper, they place that, yeah, on, on paper, paper, it's yeah. fantastic, isn't it? And that's that shows that you know game like again on paper, Newcastle and Huddersfield are nineteenth and twentieth. But yeah, uh, the Premier League isn't done on paper, thankfully. Uh, Mickey, um, it's in, I love I love Newcastle winning for one. Um, yep. United is Mourinho over his head here? Should is he in trouble if he doesn't win anything? He's not going to win the Premier League, of course. But if he doesn't win anything around that, is he in trouble? I think if he, st- if he comes second, still, I think the, he might be forgiven. Do you think it matters if, like, at this stage, if um, for any any of the tops, uh, you know, the other five teams going for those top four spots? Do you think it matters any uh, whatever spot you go into? Oh, definitely. I think it's uh, um, the best of the rest at the moment, and you want to be kind of you know every spot higher. Obviously, more money comes in yeah, yeah, without yeah, it that, is. that goes without saying. And the higher you are at the table, the safer you are from getting into that uh, fifth and sixth spot, which is you know so easy to fall into. Yeah, know? of course. Yeah, um, you know. United were cruising a couple of weeks ago. Now all of a sudden they could be overtaken by the Reds, Liverpool Red, obviously. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I think it does matter in the fact that I don't think anyone intended. Uh, like everyone knew City was going to be good this year, but yeah. then at the start of the season they talked about it as being a United City two horse race, right? No one expected City to blow every club out of the water. Yeah, and and have the, the nineteen games or something stupid that they went unbeaten or yeah, uh, winning winning streak was nineteen. 19 games, sorry. Uh, I think they went unbeaten for like 20-odd. Yeah. Um, so I think it's almost like they could be forgiven. But if this happens again next year, 
Which is just as likely, isn't it? Like, you know, City is going to go... They're going to you know, go out... Like Chelsea with that team last year. Yeah, I know. I understand that. But City are going to go out and they're going to spend more money. Yeah. And they're going to... Uh, and this is and this is a Chelsea's mistake. That's yeah. what they didn't do. Exactly. That's very true. And, you know, Chelsea have a, such a thin squad right now. They've won, they won today, of course. But we'll get into that later. But City are going to go out and spend more money. Probably get some better players again. And they're just going to keep turning over. And do you, who, who do you knows? Think United will finish second? Um, I think they will. I don't know why. I just, I've always just kind of, it's been so long since United haven't been second that I just expect them to be there at the end of the day. We've been saying for a long Tottenham time. Tottenham were second last year, weren't they? Yeah, we'll second. No, this season. <laughs> this, this season. Yeah. We'll, yeah, I know. There's, exactly. There's no fun in, le- there's no fun in finishing second. There's like, no one remembers second. Yeah, exactly. First or your last. Exactly. First or last kind of thing. Or first or Champions League. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Europa or Europa if you're um, a shit team. But Nick, yeah, just to cap it off. Great result for Newcastle. It was a three desperate points. Yeah, it was just a good... Really nice, really yeah. nice flick back from Gale, I think it was, Dwight yeah. Gale. And, uh, you know, Sanchez missing. Uh, his shot was fantastic to look at. Marshall had the plenty pressure on of him chances. Just get high age, yeah, right, exactly. I thought Lukaku played quite well, actually. And I think he, he had no service. And he, I thought he's, he, he plays in uh, his uh, teammates a lot better than what people give him credit for. He does, you know, yeah. He does have his bad moments, but he's pretty good on the ball. Like, you know, he's, he's a lot better than what I... I Forty was at the start of the season. Um, they got a huge game this week too. Who have they got Chelsea. this week? Chelsea. That is a huge it's, it's, game. This, oh. is, this is a perfect week for me and you. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal versus City. United versus Chelsea. Oh, take points. Take points um, off each other. This. Yeah. Well, that, that's the hope. City win. City win. Do uh, you want City to beat, beat Arsenal this week? Yes, of course. Because it's kind it doesn't of, matter. City. City's going to win the title, so who cares? Might as well take as many points off them as you can. Yep. And uh, the others can draw. What? A, yeah. Draw. <laughs> draw. Yeah. Well, a nil all draw. Make it even the more boring, most boring draw ever. <laughs> uh, City versus Leicester. Yep. Mickey. Um, Vardy scored a great goal. Um, I, I thought Laporte fun, didn't look too good on there. <laughs> um, fun fact on Vardy. Yes. Um, the first man to ever score against City, United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham and Arsenal in one year. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It shows how good he is. It shows how good he is, especially, you know, um, Leicester aren't exactly the powerhouse and like they were two seasons ago. So this is... They're still sitting comfortable in eighth at the moment. Yeah, they're, they're a good team and they're very... But, they're but they had a hard beat. day on the weekend. It, it's... it's Any time you verse City, Kasper it's a hard Nick. What, sh- what an absolute shocker. I think... He- Nearly all of the goals he could have saved quite easily. Even the one like everybody's going the Aguero one that came off the bar, the last one. I, yeah, I, I think that that should have been saved. Like well, it just it? popped over his head. Yeah, just it? jump. Like, aren't you tall enough? Maybe get a tall goalkeeper. I don't know. Work something out because yeah. you need to stop those if it's coming straight at you. But it's just a little bit high. Like, it was a great strike, but I yeah, it just can't help but feel that he could have saved all of them. Yeah, um, Except, I'll play the Sterling one. Maybe not. Yeah, probably Sterling, Sterling didn't miss this week. Yeah, Sterling didn't miss it, <laughs> yeah, which is good. But uh, De Bruyne was unbelievable. He's yep. he's so good. He's so huge for that team. Um, Aguero scoring four, of course. I love the fact that now it's a three horse race in that Golden Boot. I said at the start of the show and the preview, but it's really it's really good now because it, it was a bit boring. Obviously, like looking at you know Salah, Kane, and then. Five, I don't think Salah's going to win it. I don't it's think he just, will he's either. A winger. But he's still he's, he's every time on, I though, think every time I think he's gone, he just creeps up, scores a couple of goals, scored against scored two against Spurs and scored one on the weekend, and all of a sudden he's back into it, isn't yeah. he? Uh, Aguero's on a fine patch of form. If he stays fit, he's every chance to win it. But um, Kane's an absolute sucker at scoring a few cheap it's, goals. It's pretty crazy, Aguero. Like he found himself on the bench a few times. Like this is a guy that's the record goal scorer for Man City. Yeah. Um. Obviously has the the greatest Premier League in moment in history. <laughs> Aguero. Yeah. Um. But still found himself behind Gabriel Jesus, who is a fantastic player, but 
his injury has just proven how good Aguero is because he's just banging him in for fun at the moment. He's kind of turning back the clock, isn't he? Because um, a lot of people, myself included, thought he was probably past his best. And uh, the thing is, the thing is with Aguero, he was always quick, but his pace wasn't the only reason he scored goals. I think this yeah. is where um, guys like Fernando Torres and a couple of other guys got unstuck when they lost their pace. They really couldn't find the net because the one thing they were able to do so good when they were at their prime was break from defenders, yeah. um, use their speed, and just really just was clinical. Um, Aguero is more complete, I think. I think he's so much better on the ball. He's a creator as well, and I yeah. think um, his his stop, like his ability to score goals all different types of ways. Yeah. Is um is is one of the reasons why he's still scoring every week and scoring four on the weekend. Jesus Christ, he's had a couple of hat tricks this year as well. Hasn't yeah, he? yeah, he he's he's really starting to turn it on at the moment. Um, you're right about Aguero scoring all types types of goals. You know that um, I remember Aaron, Alan Shearer saying that. Um, yeah, that you need to score both feet, need to be able to score the tap ins off your head, outside the box, inside the box, one on ones. That's and what makes the, the best of best. That's what it? that's what makes what what I think Kane and Aguero are the two best strikers because they score throughout yeah. the year. You put out all their goals and they'll score all of those goals. Um, he is an absolute. He's a special player, and his positional play is just second to none. He is so good at positioning himself in the right spots, yep. and uh, and it's another thing that puts him above the rest and puts him in that top bracket in the strikers in the Premier League. And and for someone who's hot, he's very strong as well. Yeah, you know, he he's very hard to push over. The other person that reminds me of that is Eden Hazard. I think yeah. he's so hard to push off the ball, and they don't go down easy. You know what I mean? Like they don't. Oh, that, that will piss off a lot of uh, a lot of people. Think Hazard go down easy. Oh, he Hazard he, goes down easy at sometimes, and so does Aguero sometimes. They they have yeah, their moments. But, it doesn't every striker like, yeah, of course, I lost to say Harry Kane last week He got clipped so <laughs> He went down easy but Yeah he? of course He went down I easy I reckon I, reckon got... I waved the feather And he went down <laughs> um, But uh, Resounding win from City It's good to see them Against a good quality opposition Let's Yeah exactly um, you know, Raul Mahrez yeah, playing again. Yep, he's he's absolutely like <laughs> Well he stuffed it as well Hasn't he but, like, Pep's pulled the pin um, yep. His attitude uh, Pep says his attitude After the whole transfer saga Um has made him, you know, he does want to play like that at his club. Good on uh, him. Good, good, good statement. In all honesty, if you want to, if you're going to behave like that realistically, and like I know, you know, he wants to go somewhere else, but there's a there's a mature way, there's a right way and the wrong way to go about it. How, how would Mares be feeling right now, knowing that you know he had his chance to go, let's just said no, and everything he's tried to get that move has literally backfired and and cost him his possible move in the summer. Yeah, well, yeah, this this leaves the door open for a lot of other clubs. You know, I, know, I want Liverpool. I know, yeah, you've been going on saying you want Myers at Liverpool. It leaves him open for the potential of that. And you know, any other club that wants him, I know, I know Arsenal have been interested in him in the past. Um, so yep. they could be they could be looking at him. Uh, I'm sure Chelsea would like to have him as well. Like, you know, he he would only go to a top six club. Like, he's not going anywhere else really. Nah. Like, he's not gonna unless and he, he unless would he play. Changes he would be, he'd he definitely play. Hundred percent. Yeah. He Don't would, forget, he's a fair favorite player of the year. A couple of years. He, he is, Mickey. You remind me that every second week, which is fantastic. Well, I just sort of need reminding. <laughs> Um, we'll move on, but Mickey Huddlesfield, uh, Aaron Moy SC comes out, and Aaron. Moy, and this is what happens when you play Aaron Moy. See, when we made our predictions last week, Mickey, we both picked Bournemouth under the assumption that Aaron Moy wasn't playing because he got yep, dropped. That's exactly right. And now, that, and as soon as he got played, we we both texted each other going, "I think a four-one win to Huddlesfield," and we both no, we got didn't. that exactly. No, no, we didn't. Yeah, no, we <laughs> should have, Mickey. Uh, Aaron Moy, two beautiful assists. Um, yep. Great win for Huddlesfield. This is huge. And, and it, huge in the context. And he flicked in a couple of balls that could have easily been goals as well. Oh yeah. Huddersfield turned it on, didn't they? And we say this a couple of times that they just seem to pull a result out of the bass really yeah. sometimes. And and this was the kind of performance that, you know, we, we talk about. Um, they scored early, Pritchard, their record signing scores, you know, in the seven minutes. It's, uh, good stuff for them. Stanislas' goal uh, only five minutes later for Bournemouth. It's a great goal. 
real calm. Yeah. You know, in the context of the game, you know, the teams when you're down, the, 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 they, were, they were against it at this stage. I thought Huddersfield had the upper hand and um, controlled almost, the ball well and it just passed it. It was too calm, wasn't it? It yeah. just seemed like, it seemed like he knew exactly what was going to happen. It's like he was watching a replay of himself. And, um, you know, the pass in the in the, in the bottom post is jam of the net. Yeah. Uh, and it needs to be there because the keeper had it otherwise. Yep. And uh, it's fantastic for um, for Huddersfield. You know, uh, our boy Amore actually went down uh, with an injury. Yeah. Apparently, it's just a gash. So it's just, oh, a, right, just been cut open. Um, you know, Australia are very upset that you know, he could be out of the World Cup. But I think he will be back um, pretty soon. It was it, At one stage, it was supposed to be a serious injury. So, oh, like, really? Yeah, they, well, they stretched him off. So like, he, went, he went off like, oh. hard. So, I, did, uh, I thought, I, yeah, I didn't even think about the World Cup. Yeah, well, that's that's what that's how far ahead people look these days, Mickey. That's how crazy it is. But uh, yeah, he went off. Apparently, it's just a gash in the knee. He should be fine, which is fantastic for not only Australia, but Huddersfield, because they will need him at every opportunity yep. coming leading into the finish of the season. Yeah, they can't um, afford to lose players. Bournemouth, like, it's a bad loss for Bournemouth, but at the end of the day, that's their first loss in about nine games. So, Realistically, if they got told that they're not going to lose one in the next nine, yeah, they'd be happy with that, wouldn't they? Like, uh, well, they're the five points off relegation. Yeah. I, which is comfortable, to be honest, yeah, compared to the other teams. It is. It's so comfortable. They're 10th. They're, they're, they're right in the middle of the pack right now. And, uh, of course, they are a couple of losses off getting dragged in there, but there's so many teams that have to win games to get above them now. Um, How, how yo-yo-like is this season? And what I mean... The bottom teams are taking points off each other. Um, no one can just get away. No. I found I found none of these bottom te- like bottom. I'm going to say bottom ten. I yeah. say the bottom ten teams. They just cannot get away from each other. And yeah. it's making great viewing for the neutral. But if you're you're part of any of those teams, you know, two weeks and you can find yourself in the bottom three again. Two weeks and you can find yourself almost clear and safe. Um, it's going to be a fantastic end to the season. How many teams, Nick? Just talking about this right now. On the last day of the season, how many teams could potentially go down? That's that's just such a crazy thing. Like right now, there's so many. Depending on the fixtures, of course, they might you know they might you might have 18 versus 17 for the, playing for the uh, for the spot. Basically, who yep. knows? Like, I'd love to see what the, the last round is. Yeah, we might have, we'll to, have to look we, it up. We might have to look that up. And uh, it's funny because you were saying like you're 10th to 20 if you're all playing for something. It's almost like the worst spot to be at is uh, Burnley, Leicester, and Everton in seventh, eighth, and ninth because they're pretty comfortable in their spots and they're they're not going to move too far either side. So yeah. they're. They don't necessarily have a whole lot to play for, except for just kind of you know making up those numbers at, at this stage. Uh, there could be you know there could be a potential of about five to six teams like play, um, fighting it out, trying to get out of those three spots in relegation, which is really good. I think West Brom, you know, currently obviously they're six points inside or seven points inside the relegation zone. Yep. They will win. They will win some games. I, I do. I really do think that there's too much quality in that team. I hope I'm not proven wrong. Even though I wouldn't mind if West Brom went down, and I think they're too they're too much of a loss to the league. Um, they will win some more games. I think they're going to put some a lot of pressure. Pressure on you know Stoke and Southampton who are currently in there. And can they be it, saved, West Brom? Isn't it correct? Well, that's the thing. I don't, they're, they're playing so poorly. They do have a good run of fixtures coming up, um, which is handy. They've been they've come off a really tough run. Isn't it crazy? But at the start of the season, if we said that Southampton, Stoke, and West Brom, especially Southampton, Stoke, who we would consider to and, be, and West Brom, a team that you know raced the forty points last exactly, year, yeah, and, and just kind of, and you know, they are now the, they are now the, in the prime spots to get go down the championship. And you know, yep. you see Huddlesfield who again, even though they've won that game. I still put them just above. Like, you know, they one win for Huddlesfield seems like a massive deal, but in, as soon as next week, they could be right back in there. And that's the that's the struggling thing for Huddlesfield. They need to string back to back results together because they And they got uh Man City in the last round, Huddlesfield. Yeah, so they're not gonna get a points cu- off a that. Couple last of the, a couple of crackers Bournemouth versus Swansea with the last match. Huge, yep. Um couple of the teams that are gonna be in real trouble. The Brian's got Man United. Lost, yep. Uh Liverpool have Chelsea. 
Last game. Well, last game of the year. You're so kidding. That could be a top four playoff. That could be a top four um, playoff. Draw. And West Brom have Tottenham, which yep. is really bad for them. Watford have Newcastle. Yep. So that could be, you know. That, wow, that, yeah. You know, that could be a massive game for both them too. Stoke and Crystal Palace. Ooh, there are some big ones. They're and, like, and right now, Stoke beat Crystal yeah, Palace. They go above the, Palace. They're probably so. the most notable ones, anyway. That's a, it shows. It's again, as you said, it shows how great of a season it has been. Uh, we need to move on, but Mickey, yep. Liverpool over Southampton. Uh, Firmino and Salah teaming up twice. Oh. Um, absolute quality. Oh, that Firmino pass is beautiful. Yeah, and um, these two together are real dangerous. That first, that first goal was. So I don't know who the defender was who missed that, um, but it was so poor. It was almost like die last week. Yeah, uh, I can't remember who it was. Number six. For it was it was absolutely. Uh, it was diabolical for that team. You know, like, definitely gets a side like Liverpool. Six minutes in, I think it took him about you know three or four seconds to put it in the back of the net after that. Yeah, um, it was well done. Like you know, Salah could have blazed away. He had every opportunity have, to yeah. blaze, but he he looked in board. You know, beautiful finish. Um, that's why they're... That's clinical, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's Firmino. like... You know, people... and, and you're saying, like, this is what's making Firmino world-class. Not only right he'll now, finish he's like that... so well, yeah. He'll finish like that and he'll set up stuff like Salah. It... And he's he's probably... Is he one of the most... It reminds me of a Dembele kind of underrated kind of thing. It's yeah, Well, he's playing... Right now, he's really showing his worth, isn't he? Um, That finish is here for his first goal. A lot of people say it's easy. Um, Taking that the first time, easy. that is not an easy shot. Not a, not And at all. put and that in the bottom corner. Yeah, no chance for the keeper. He didn't even move. Absolutely perfect. It didn't even look, it didn't even look quite right and he still made it work. Work. So yeah. that's how good it is. Um, his ball. I want to ask you a question, Mickey. Um, with Firmino's um, ball to Salah for his goal, yeah. such a great ball. How much does it? Um, when you like account how good a goal is, does the team that they're playing take into consideration? Wait, I'll show an example. Last week when Salah scored against Spurs, 90th minute to make a two-one. Yeah, I think that's one of the goals of the season because of the context. Because of the goal itself was yeah, amazing, yeah, yeah. but the context the of everything. Yeah. Um, if he scores, if Firmino does that against Man United. That's considered one of the best best assists of the season. But do you think because it's against Southampton, that's got to kind of get lost towards the end? Um, of the year? I, I see what you're saying. I can't help but feel that people have that intention, like yeah. that thing. And, and I'm probably the same. You know, I think you've got to think about the game. I think you also, you, you know, when we when you talk about goals of the season, that chip against Man City. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. and you know, if he did that against a, a Southampton, Probably it wouldn't have be. been looked at. But that was yeah. game defying against Man City of all teams. Yeah. You know a, lot, I mean? a lot of it is context. He's got a fucking big set of nuts for me, you know? He does some stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And that's probably why um he he does he has had moments where he pulls where it off. That's yeah. the thing. Like he, there's no I can't remember the last time we tried something outrageous and it didn't work. Yeah. There was a time but where Brazilian... he didn't have it. He didn't have it at one stage yeah. and uh, Liverpool fans they were turning on him, but they were kind of questioning whether he should just kind of go back into that center central attacking midfielder and get a an yeah. out striker in there. But he's this season especially, especially these last you know, this year, like you know, he's since, he's this, been since fantastic, 2018 yeah. has ticked over, he has been absolutely impeccable. He's probably been the informed striker of the, of the year so far, which is yeah. a really uh, well maybe with Aguero. And um you know, Jurgen Klopp obviously he's a massive fan of him. I can't help but feel that Mane is kind of drifting away from the fab Four? Yeah, uh, well, he is. Fab, fab, three, fab yeah. three now. Could be Fab two if money. Um, <laughs> like, he, he, he's he's struggling for form a little bit. Obviously, he's part of that dangerous attack. He was passing, like, the thing is, the, the thing I did notice about the game against Southampton is Mane was, was being unselfish. Like, 
There's yeah. a few times this year where I've gone, nah, you've yeah, just you, gone You've said this there. multiple times yeah. that Mane decides, you know, he feels like he's almost in competition with Salah. Yeah, and, and, and Firmino, yeah. he feels like he needed his goal. And that's what I kind of felt on the weekend. I felt like, you know, Mane needs his goal. And he, he, he actually gets opportunities during the day, but his first touch lets him down a lot. Okay, yeah. Um, he's, he's almost too quick for himself and a lot of times um, he'll get a ball played through and he's run almost run past it and he just tries to flick it over in front of him yeah. and he over hits it or he miss hits it and it's kind of you know I mean I don't know how many more goals he could have scored if his first touch was a little bit better Yeah. Um, this was a game for me um, where uh, knowing Liverpool from the past <laughs> I always got worried um, the first goal and then you know, Southampton had a little run on in play, but once we buried the second one, yeah. it kind of the game was dead. Like that's what good teams do; they can get rid of that game before half time, and it almost it didn't make it, the, half, it second half the game. Easy, but it the made second it. half was like the second half was like a dead game. Yeah, it was clock. kind of like a a, a training training match that no one really would cared about. Yeah, and you kind of everyone was just passing the ball around. We had a couple more chances to put it um, even further. League for me, you know, had a good shot saved. Yep, um, but. We looked really comfortable, and I know it was only Southampton, but you know Van Dyke looked good, even though the, the crowd were booing him. Not as much as I thought that he would. Yeah, I'm um, not sure. I actually. Corius was good that. as well. Again, yep. um, he made some really important saves in that that little run of play Southampton has. So it's good to see him um, getting some form um, and looking a little bit more comfortable. Um, in the end, I think this is you know one of the results I'm more happy about you know than maybe some of the bigger games you think because um, just by the way we were able to get a clean sheet, close out the game. Looked good defensively for most of it, and you know we got our two goals. I heard that uh, Robertson played well as well. I, yeah, I he's, he's been playing well every week. Yeah, he's been playing really well. He, who's he? Who's he? Um, forcing out Marino was it? Is yeah, he, yeah. Well, so Marino's yeah. got too many mistakes in him at the moment, doesn't he? He needs to. Oh, Marino shouldn't be anywhere near that. Team. Yeah, um, it's funny. I'll, I'll say something quick. One more thing quickly yeah. about Firmino. Um, the best way I, you can always tell if a player is really good or if um, players really starting to improve or whatever is when people start ragging on online. As soon as they start ragging on them online, usually it means that they're a pretty good player and they're just kind of getting sick of the attention that they're getting. I tagged you in something because somebody uh, said, oh, Firmino's going down twice like an absolute bag or yeah. whatever it is. I didn't see it, so I just want, to, I just want can you confirm just for that. But I think the fact that somebody's saying that means that they know that Firmino's he's, he's, he's making a lot attention. better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's, he's one of those players and that people uh, are watching. And it's funny that you bring up those because, um, you know, they were talked about and – you know, when that was playing live on TV, right? Yeah. I'm like, God, he's gone down easy. And and this was a penalty one. Now, the replay goes, and it kind of brings back like, the memory of the week before, right? Yeah. And where they, they go, God, he's gone down easy. And it was kind of like a little bit embarrassed. And then the replay shows that the centre back has literally grabbed him around the neck yeah. and dragged him. I haven't, so, I haven't seen it yet, so yeah, I'd have to take your yeah, word. Yeah, I'll take my word on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? I'm like, geez. And when they showed the replay, I was like, that's a penalty. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I didn't even think it was a penalty when the live play happened, right? I didn't yep. think anything of it. And then I'm like, he could have called that. Like, yeah, he could yeah. have easily given that penalty. And then and the next one was about two minutes later where he got his feet clipped and he, he went down. He, got, he just got straight back up. Like, he didn't yeah. even like appeal really. So, um, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned someone telling that because yeah. like, they were two game, spots of the game where um, it was a classic on the run of play didn't, you know, didn't really notice it too much until the replay come, and then I was like, "Oh, hang on." Yeah, it so, shows. It, yeah. Again, it does another thing that shows how but, yeah. officials have it, isn't it? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, but yeah, good performance by Liverpool. We need to move on, Mickey. Everton, Crystal Palace. Um, Everton yep. getting a nice win here. They kind of, they they do need this just to kind of keep them above or well, West Ham. And they have <laughs> a good, they have a good week, bad week at the moment. 
They do. They really do. Um, Arsenal seem to be spanking. Like they, yeah, as I said, on aggregate, Arsenal beat them ten three. So their five one win was no uh, surprise to me. Yeah. Uh, but you know, this is a great win against Crystal Palace. Palace would be look. They they need to take. They got to take and leave these ones. Like you know, this, it's a tough one for them. Uh, they're still in the relegation battle, even though um that they had had a, they had such As a great the, um, run. The, the manager honeymoon worn off a little bit. It may have. Um, it's all. It is hard. Everton. Everton at Goodison's a, a tough game in any fixture. Really. Yeah. Like, uh, there's not Agreed. many teams. There's only two teams I think this year who have gone over there and won easily, which is Arsenal and Spurs. They absolutely spanked them. But they, that's what, that's when Everton were absolute pox. So it's kind of like you know, things have changed since. Everton are a much uh, better team. They're much well, much more well drilled. Yeah. Um, Sigerson getting on score scoreboards always good. Bit of a deflection yep. there, helping as yeah. well. He's starting to find the net a few times. Yeah, him? definitely. And Tom Davies, who's just funny to look at. The, uh, Everton, <laughs> the, uh, the Everton lad. Yeah, yeah, he's a bit funny to look at. He's he? just a funny guy to look at, isn't he? Yeah, uh, scores a nice little cheap. He's like, like Pippi Longstock. Yeah, it's <laughs> cool. A nice little cheapie there. Um, it was a you know, great win for him. Um, you know, Crystal Palace pe- pegging one back towards yeah, the end. Penalty. Yeah, penalty. Yeah, nice little easy one for him. And uh, yeah, not, not too much to say about this one. As Crystal Palace do have a tough game coming up against Spurs. Um, yep. Everton, on the other hand, who they have, Mickey, they have, looking at your sheet here, you haven't got them anywhere. That's how good they're going. So, yeah, they're not playing anyone. Uh, <laughs> Mickey's, written, Mickey's written down next, next week's games. <laughs> He's written down nine instead of ten. He's done that more than I've once missed, this season. I've missed well. two. <laughs> you missed two games. Who have they got, Nick? Who have they got? <laughs> no, of, course. of course, Mickey, Everton do have Watford away from home. So that, that's going to be a tough game as well. Fuck them, an idiot. <laughs> you do this all the time. Uh, yeah, the, the Everton West uh, Ham bet is still on uh, four points clear at the moment, Mickey. Are you confident leading in? Because I feel like West Ham and Everton both have the potential just to go on a mad run and do win they, a bunch do of they games. Play, um, do they play each other before the end of the year? I think they play each other in the last week, don't they? I think I said this earlier in the season that they play. Yep, they do. They play each other last game of the year at the Olympic Stadium. What what night Saturday morning? That is a... <laughs> please be. It's all Monday, Monday night at midnight. Oh... Do we get the Tuesday off? Yeah, we'll get we'll get that off. We'll get uh, we can do that. I reckon. So yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll watch that. Game. Um, that's that's the game to watch. We won't we don't care Nick, about top should four. We, should we film it for the um for the channel oh, uh, for the Facebook? Have page? to don't we? We're not gonna. So we got we got Spurs versus Leicester. We'll be playing at the exact same time. We got Liverpool <laughs> Liverpool versus Brighton. Uh, playing, Liverpool playing Chelsea. They're, they're the playing game. Brighton in the last game. You dickhead. You got to learn that. You, you don't oh, know. what the fuck? <laughs> You're learning so bad this week. Hang on, uh, hang on. No, 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 no. I'm no, looking no. at this. I'm looking at the fixtures right now, Vic. And How playing, did I get it so wrong? I, Maybe they're playing it the week before. They might oh, be. shit. No, I don't know. No, I like... I, they I are. They're playing week, week 37. Yeah, week 37. Which goes back to our old conversation, right? Jesus Christ, there's some absolute belters. Um, <laughs> so you've been, were you just rounding off a bunch of games that weren't even happening? I was saying week 37. <laughs> <laughs> Thought that was 38 weeks. I don't know why you didn't oh go there. Oh my god! Uh, so Burnley born for a good game for the last game. Crystal Palace West Brom will be huge. Yep. Um, uh, let's see. Southampton Man City is going to be a bloodbath. Um, Swansea Stoke is going to be a beauty, and West Ham Everton is going to hopefully def- def- uh, decide the total ninety cup. Uh, we're going to move on, but Mickey uh, Stoke. We- we're going to have to have three TVs on. <laughs> no, we're going to have to. Yeah, let's put them side to side to side. Yeah. Uh, Stoke Brighton one all draw. Um, both teams we kind of hope that they got the three out of this because both teams are in the relegation battle. Yep. Brighton. Look, there. I still. It's funny how I, I think all these teams who are outside the relegation zone are doomed, but I just don't know if they do have the points in them. I feel like they're gonna. I don't know what their run homes like. They do have a winnable game against Swansea this week. Yep. But do you think that Brighton, going off what the table right now, do you think they're gonna stay up? Uh, I think they're playing pretty well, to be honest. Yep. I think they've got a, every chance. Um, they did concede a penalty in the last minute of the game. Yep. Uh, this has caused a lot of uproar for, okay. and a lot of things have happened. Um, first of all, Escriero's goal, 
beautiful. Trained you? Beautiful, yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, yeah, well, it was one of those trained. One of those guys roles. committed to the run, didn't he? Yeah, And he definitely. started to find his feet in England, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, he is. He's a little Colombian. Those <laughs> that little bloody Colombian. <laughs> <laughs> that little bloody Colombian run for life, eh? Um, now, the penalty itself, I think it was a little bit questionable. Now, Charlie Adam went to take the penalty, Nick. Yes. Um, much to Hesse's um, anger, who was... He pretty much just like almost started a, a screaming match, you know, to get get the penalty, and was clearly angry that he, he wasn't able to take it. Yep. He was the one who won it. Um, but that's not I, how it works. It's, it's, it's not, not how it works, and it shouldn't be. You know, it's not a one man show. Charlie Adam goes to actually miss, and he ends up missing it. Uh, Matt Ryan makes a save, yep. um, and then it was a goal line clearance um, or tackle on Charlie Adam because he got the rebound. You know, how much pressure pressure has Hesse put on Charlie Adam in this situation? Because he was clearly um, angry that he wasn't able to take the penalty. This would obviously put unnecessary added pressure on this guy, wouldn't it? Do you think that Hesse, when uh, Charlie Adam's taken it, do you think he's kind of in the back of his mind going, I kind of hope you miss, mate. Like, I hope you, I hope you prove me right. Like, you're, uh, you, there are some very spiteful plays in, the, in, in football in general, right? We, we all know this. Sport in self, I think, yeah. is a very – you play in these team games, but – your your form and your career takes priority. Do you think that uh, Hesse is enjoying himself? Do you Probably not. You reckon he's enjoying like, you know, playing again in the role? He's, he's and- gone from PSG to to, um, to Stoke. Exactly. Has right. he gone on a permit? I can't remember if he went for a I think he went for a loan. I remember he went for a loan for memory, but I'd have to look that up. Over, I'll look over the break. But it's it just doesn't seem like he's enjoying himself that much. The fact that he is having a screaming match over who's taking a penalty probably says a lot and it either means that they haven't worked it out prior to the game or like realistically you don't have to work it out every game it's usually you know who's taking your penalties like you know uh, we, it's we been always the know same all year yeah well Spurs know that Christian Eriksen's going to take the free kicks all the mallet they're going to line up and they're going to you know fake each other out yep. Kane's going to take the penalties like we know we know that every yeah, time yeah that is stock standard yeah. yeah and that's the same with like um I couldn't say with Liverpool, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> Liverpool just whoever like when Salah gets angry and he wants yeah. a penalty. Well, it, I don't know. It just it just reeks of um, an un, un, uh, uneasy dressing room. Yeah, for sure. Um, it yeah again it cost him two points. Um, hundred percent. A big two points in the in the scheme of it, man. I would have. Imagine just, being at that Charlie ground. Adams stand his ground in that situation. Just take it or just say, here you go, put it. No, like, you take it. If you're, if you're the one supposed to be taking it, I would have done the exact same thing. I would have been like, mate, like we, if, we want, if you want to take it, we can talk about that after the game. But this isn't the time or place to start you know, hurling almost abuse at me saying that you're, I should be taking it instead of you kind of thing. It's, there's a, again, as, just like before with Amaris, there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. That was the absolute worst way ever. And it, it did. It added more pressure to him. Oh, yeah. And the fact that, he, you know, of course, we don't know what would have happened if he just took the penalty, might have scored, might have not like you know if you missed that uh, I wanted whoever made that tackle um, on the rebound oh fantastic unbelievable yeah, tackle because Matt Ryan was nowhere near it the after fact, that yeah the fact that he didn't give away a penalty uh, is ridiculous like that was it's a lot of question marks whether that penalty should have been given um, I didn't think so it didn't look too much to nah, me nah and, and that's the thing like um, you think about the rest perspective like he's just given a penalty in the 94th minute he's yeah. not going to want to have to give another one um, so those kind of decisions are not going to happen unless they were clear cut penalties I, yeah. I think anyway it was like so he got just got taken down, didn't he? Hesse, like he just uh, kind of yeah. he just kind of fell over. Like, there's a difference, I think, between the ones where um, you get taken out the legs because obviously you need your legs to walk. So if you if you're going down yeah. like that, it's it's much more like understandable yeah. than if you just get like a clip to the eye or like you know you get your ear take your ear gets clipped and you fall down like like an idiot. Like there's yeah. there is a difference in that sense. Um, it, I have to look at a few more replays, but it didn't look too much in it. Uh, you know, going off that, both teams would be ruined. Stoke should have got three points, but they are now well entrenched into the. Uh, into the relegation zone at least for another week. Swansea beating Brighton, but uh, one nil. Mickey, 
Uh, what the hell does that say, Mickey? You've uh, written, you've written it down beat, wrong again. I have. <laughs> you have had an absolute sticker. They beat Burnley 1-0, Yeah, Mickey. sorry. I was wondering why I was to Brighton. Um, big game. Uh, this is a big win for them. Huge win. Um, Burnley, my boys in Burnley for top six is probably not going to happen at this stage. Nine points out of that situation, but there's still time left, and Arsenal are pretty useless right now, so there's always a chance. Swansea... Um, a team that you were guaranteed to go down exactly. a couple of weeks ago. Yep, I was, yeah. I said it's that, amazing how the the, the, um, manager, mate. the league can change, can't it? New manager's just... New manager gift, isn't Carbajal it? just go, comes in and... I don't know. It just, it just happens so much, and it, it surprises me that West Brom haven't had that kick yet, and... It's, it shows that's that's what kind of. I think it's because they've just they're... gone with the old same old story, you know, mm. putting in Alan Pardew. Um, Swansea have taken the risk. They've gone, you know, European manager, you know, a new fresh lease on life. Probably not the same, you know, routine that these all these managers seem to be rotating around each other. Yeah, you know, what I mean, there's like four or five managers. That I think that just uh, I reckon have played been in nearly half the bottom clubs. Yeah, very true. The last ten years, and um, you know, Swansea took a risk. They took a real big risk of putting in um, Culver Howell because. He was unproven. He was he was um, European and he didn't know the league what these guys do. He didn't know how to get his team out of uh, relegation fights. What like all these managers have done before. Um, so for him to come in and do so well, and and the players really invest into what his ideas are, um, it's good to see. And and they deserve everything they get at the moment. They're, they're playing really good football. Um, they look like they're going to. Move on from here, and, and and look, they could probably take over Palace and 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 like to Newcastle soon. Yeah, of course. They're, obviously, they're only one point away from Newcastle and the draw with Palace. 13th, yeah. yeah, and they're three points away from you know eleventh. So that's that again shows how close it all is. Um, they've only added one more one player. I think Jordan, yeah, yeah, that's the only player they've added. Not Jordan Andre Andre, and it's just incredible, isn't it? The the fact that they're. It's the same squad essentially, except for one player, and they've Who, had. He's such... not a world beater. No, it's not. They're not bringing a Messi for like for Swansea, although that would have been a great um, signing, great addition, uh, great addition to the squad. But uh, the fact that they're doing what they're doing, they've knocked off some big names. Um, they look like they're you know they don't look safe. Of course, they're they're right in that battle, and sometimes you know one game can change everything. They might yep. get they might get spanked, and they might not win a game for the rest of the season. They've got a very winnable game coming up against Brighton, which is huge in the context of everything. If if Swansea you can win that that you know again it's again we talk about six point games that's that's a 10 Massive. point game in the in the grand scheme of things brighton could get uh, go right down swansea could go right up um yeah i'm really good good to see him uh, do well even though i kind of want him to get relegated <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it's very backtrack from what you had a couple of yeah weeks I, I, no, I, I still stand by I, I want swansea to get relegated but if they stay up and they play good football, I'm happy with them. Like you know, that's why that's why I don't like West Brom because they don't they don't play attractive football. You know who the best teams to support right now are, Mickey? Who? Tell me. Sw- uh, Liverpool, Liverpool, and Spurs because we play attractive football. And even though like you know, we're City, all, well, City because well, Smitty, if you're if you're a bandwagon, you can support City. I know, so many people go like, I've been supporting City for 25 years, and there's so many people who I talk to who say, No, that. you've been supporting City for 25 days. Yeah, exactly. But the, like, no, I actually know a couple of City supporters and. Um, you know, that supported City from the start. You know what? They all say it. They all say that supported City from the start, Mickey. Have they, but that's the thing. Have you, they You probably actually? find a lot of them do. Yeah, of course. Like yeah. that guy we met at Melbourne City game, remember? Yeah, yeah, very true. Season ticket holder. Yeah, yeah from, from that year, from the year that they won the league. Yeah, remember, that, remember, <laughs> remember the phrase he was showing us? Oh, that was, that was so pretty good. cool. Yeah, he did go to the Aguero that, game. that was Aguero. Oh, Aguero. What a great game. Oh. But yeah, there's there's teams right now who are good to support in, in terms of um like how they play attractive but it's football. It's only a, a manager change. It changes the whole you know, way of playing. 
playing football. Of course, yeah. You, but, and, I mean? so but, you don't have to hate the club. No, oh, no, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm a spiteful person, Mick. You know that. Um, we're gonna like, United right. used to play really good football. Remember that before oh, Mourinho man. turned up? How many times? They haven't played good football in how long? Two, three years at least. Like, since Fergie. Yeah, since Fergie. Uh, moving on, but Mickey, West Ham, Watford, um, great win for West Ham. Uh, they're, they're, you know, nearly guaranteed out. They're not going to get relegated. We've, I've said this many times, but... Um, the, the team's too good. Uh, they're two kind of they're two of their signings scoring, which is always good. Yeah, Javier Hernandez is try, starting to find his feet. Yeah, he's getting back on there. Like he started off so well, had a bit of a lull during the middle part of the season. He's starting to get uh, find some form. Uh, and yep. Nadovich is starting to prove his worth, which is really good. He's been doing it for a while now. Yeah, but yeah, but, yeah like, I was gonna know, say he's, he's kind of past it's been his, it's been about started, two yeah. months now. Like you know, he's, he's been like starting to perform really well. He's had such a shaky start to the season. Oh my god, red card was playing poorly. Um, was injured. Like everything that could have gone wrong was going wrong for. Him. Yep. I still don't know if he's an absolute world beater of a player, but he's uh, he can be when he wants. Yeah, to be. when he wants to be, he can. Uh, even though he's got a shit haircut, like you know, he's, he's playing pretty good. And uh, Watford, they, have, could they, they had a good could, week last week. Could I, they, I thought they're going to move on a bit. Could they could, get relegated? Oh yeah, any of those they're teams can. They, any of those teams can. Hundred um, percent. You don't. You don't know. You're like we could be looking at the last match and going. There's three different teams that we're nowhere near at this start time. You know when we're talking right now. Yeah. To to the end of the season. So um, any team that's tenth or lower is deep in it. They've they've only taken eight points from the last ten games, which is very uh very worrying for any uh any Watford fan. So they do they do need to win. They will need to make some more points up to uh yep. you know probably get to that magical forty before they can guarantee themselves safety. Uh, I think what's pretty obvious you, you won't have to get to forty to uh, avoid relegation this season. Yeah, I, don't, you, I don't think you will have to. But what's the lowest you reckon you get away with? Thirty five, thirty six. I reckon you could probably get away with thirty five, thirty six. But that being said. There, we are There's 11 in, games left. Buddy. We are entering the run of when the relegation teams become very difficult to beat. So I'm very happy we're kind of getting Palace out the way now. Hopefully we can get over them without them having you know, too much of a monkey on their back. Mickey's playing with his microphone, making yeah, it fall over it. and everything like that. But that's okay. Um, yeah, great win for them. We'll move on to the last game. But Chelsea over West Brom today. Hazard was phenomenal. Um, he's, he's finishing is great. But I, I think that one that he went near post on... Aren't keepers supposed to be taking care of you near post? Oh, I don't think that Hazard, the second one from Hazard. Yeah. No, I think that he made something out of nothing than Hazard, and I don't think he had time to get to that near post. Maybe, yeah. He was fantastic. Um, him and Giroud have a... Giroud, yeah. Yeah, because I, I watched the game this morning. Um, him and Giroud have a, an understanding like they've been playing together forever. Yeah. Um, you can just see, and they get they seem to get along very well. And, they, and this is going to be a good thing for Chelsea. They got that target man back. I know they had Murata, but... Um, he just seems to be a bit more natural fit at the moment. Um, he, he's a great player. Like Giroud, like we, I've always said, he played it. well. He should have scored. Should have scored. He, he yeah. had a um, beautiful cross from Hazard, um, and and he tried to finesse it a bit more than place, and the keeper got his leg to it. Um, but yeah, Hazard and Giroud as a partnership at the moment, could be. Something. I would not be surprised if Hazard was just kind of tapping on Conte's shoulder, saying, "Just start him." Conte's been Conte recently came out after the game and said that Giroud he's ready now to start start games more frequently, which is uh, it's a huge rap on Giroud because he's only just kind of signed over. It's a huge uh, kind of kick in the teeth for uh, Murata. Who, yep. uh, when he comes back and when he's all when, well, he's, when he's up and going, I think he's still pretty injured because yeah. he, he he said after he regretted trying to play through the pain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Juru's pass to Hazard was fantastic. He yep. just he just gave it what it needed. He didn't do anything more. He didn't do anything less. 
He just gave the little pass to when he needed. Hazard was very quick to turn around and point to him after he scored, yep. you know, to to recognise, you know, the the assist. Little things like that do mean a lot. But yeah. if you're the one giving the assist, you wouldn't like De- if De Bruyne didn't get praised all the time, he wouldn't be assisting so many players, would he? Probably. Oh yeah, you <laughs> he would. probably would be. Like, he, he gets, you know, their numbers. He gets paid. Out. The, the stats get remembered. He's, in this he's had about forty-eight assists this season. But um, Moses' goal is pretty lucky, but pretty uh, lucky, well, but good finish. Yeah, a great finish. Um, was it Fabregas who put the ball in? Uh, kind of clipped a defender, went up and kind of fell in Moses' lap. Kind of had what West Brom season's going like at the moment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that does mean. <laughs> um, good way of saying it. Nick isn't Brown, it? Daniel Sarge injured after three minutes. Three minutes. What's he done this time? Hamstring. Hamstring. <laughs> he knew straight away. It was like a hyper extend. By the look of it, he, you know. Well, West, oh, I feel more bad for West Brom knowing that they got this player as part of the the survival kind of thing to try and get him off the off the bottom, and he he'll be lucky to play five more games of the year. It's the risk that you do take, is it, when you, when you, when take you him, sign yeah. someone like Sturridge? Like but, he's you know, so good he's, on his day. Yeah, so he? good, like, he's a world class player when he wants to, like when he's able to. But, but how, how long has it been since he's been a world class? Well, he has, I don't think he's ever been. Well, maybe even once. He was world. He was at, at one stage, stage yeah. yeah, probably for about two season period, I'd say. Yeah. Probably a two-season period, yeah. or two or three maybe. You feel sorry for him, but like how mentally hard it would be for him to, to Yeah, try and make it, it would be very tough. Definitely like. a World Cup year. Like, this was his chance to yeah. score some goals, get back in the in that England frame. He's sure he's been – he's now being pretty forgotten about, isn't he? Like, is, well, you've got, you got, you got Vardy, you've got Kane, you've got guys like um, – You've got Ra- well, Rashford. Even Wilson. Yeah, Evan Wilson, Wilson Rashford, Rashford could come Rashford up. come up, um, you know – He's going to really struggle to even get on the bench on this team at the moment. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's a tough one for him. Um, there are a lot of players coming up in England who do have a lot of um, they're they're in flavour kind of thing. Like yep. you know what I mean. All these young players like Lingard's going to have a really good crack at it and all that. Uh, yeah, their whole team right now, the England team is they're not going to do well at the World Cup. Let's be honest. Probably, they're probably I think not. The next World Cup's going to be the yeah. Name that, one. That's the one. Like they're so young right now, they probably don't have the. Um, they're probably not strong enough on the ball. And I think that if you yep. go up against a team like France, who have these monsters, absolute monsters, who are just going to beat everyone off the ball for it. Um, yeah, it's going to be tough for them. But they do have the pace, and they do have a lot going for them. So it's going to and be... they and they play against a lot of those French players each week. You think of Kante, you think of Pogba. Oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're probably used to play like if if the players that play in the England squad are, are starting for their teams, like even someone like Nathaniel Chalvey. If he, yeah. I don't, I don't think he'll go to be honest. But you know, someone like him, he plays for Watford. He plays in the first team. He would have played against Pogba before. So yeah, you know, there's two sides. You know, there's pros and cons to that. Yeah, kind of, of course. Thing. I, mean, I think yeah, I think the England squad at the moment is got a lot of talent. Yeah, plus, you know, future talent. It's just whether they actually nurture into into world class players and really give the next World Cup a crack kind of thing. But Nick, um. Moving on to uh, a break and then Facebook's finest. What do you reckon? Yeah, we'll move. We'll move on. Uh, we'll have a break now. We'll come back. Facebook's finest. We'll preview every part of the Champions League and then we will uh, make our predictions for Week Twenty Eight of the Premier League season. And we're back with uh, the the favourite subject of, of segment, sorry, of the show, Facebook's finest, where uh, we dig up the the internet fanatics of the world and, and point at everything wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I, much. I still don't know why we call it Facebook's finest because most of our posts are from Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, there's a lot of and, a, a, and a it's not really pointing coming. pointing out bad stuff; it's more pointing out funny stuff at the moment. Yeah, would you want to start things or do you want me to? Yeah, start I'll, I'll start. So a photo went up of um, Stephen Gerrard putting. Um, the captain's armbag on Jordan Henderson. Obviously, um, you know, after Steven Gerrard retired, Henderson was the new captain of Liverpool. <laughs> Obviously, Steven Gerrard probably the, big shoes, big arguably, shoes arguably the best player Liverpool's ever had. 
And yeah. Jordan Henderson's got a lift, lot to lift to be desired, I'd say. Um, the caption come on the um, name a bigger downgrade will wait. <laughs> oh, God. What, was the what was the comment? Uh, Martin Hancock says, Adam Johnson, 25-year model to a 16-year-old schoolgirl. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Biggie, you can't say that, can uh, you? I don't know. I just did. Uh, Patrice Evra yep. recently got signed. How bad, just quietly, was the shirt print? Oh, my God. It people need big. to see that. There's some what? kind of yeah. ridiculous shirt yeah, print A there. looks like it's in its own fucking postcode. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. I don't know who was doing it. Um, I picked West Ham. This is a quote from him. I picked West Ham because their fans are too far away from the pitch for me to kick. Then <laughs> um, yeah, he obviously got, he got sacked for uh, something similar. Mickey uh, Jet, what else did. you got for us? Uh, Fleet Return uh, FC did a tweet, tweet this week um, saying, we had a club record 50 more... Fifty-four million pound bid lined up, but once we knew Man City were involved, interested, we considered this one, and that was on Mares on the last day. Sorry, so <laughs> so um, Fleetwood Town they were going big. I know, oh like, but once they heard City's interest, they just it's hard know, to match, isn't it? Out. Like you yeah. know, it's it's kind of a club destination thing, isn't it? Uh, at Jazz AFC, um, <laughs> talking about the American football uh, with the Super Bowl coming out uh, that was on recently, last couple of weeks. So glad football doesn't have bullshit like a halftime show. Could you imagine Flo Rider coming out when we're down 2-1 to fucking hull, <laughs> to hull at I, Wembley? I did see that one. That, that actually uh, made me laugh. Uh, Nick, thought to point out something that, you know, maybe not so funny, but um, Troy Deeney's uh, obviously last week got done by FA showing two rude, uh, middle fingers, rude, rude when, fingers he's, yes. when he celebrated his goal. Um, FA decided to take no further action. I'd like to go back to when Wilfred Saha got a one-game ban and a £3,000 fine you're only using one finger. Shouldn't so two fingers should be twice twice the band, shouldn't it? Or is it there? Well, is you'd it, think so. Isn't there? Or is there a length? Well, it's, it, only, it must be half the band. Exactly. Yeah. Very true. Um, Jack Jack Daniel Williams of the Premier League Badger Group. I I love this one. This is Mickey. This is this is fantastic. Uh, forget the fact that he plays for United. In an honest opinion, would you have Jesse Lingard in the World Cup first eleven? Ooh. Now, so they say one person says no. And uh, Jack Williams comes out and just says, I respect your dreadful decision. And it's a fair enough if you ask me, Mickey. Lingard, I don't know if he's in the World Cup, if he's in the World Cup 11, but look, you can't, you can't just go saying the dreadful decision, Mickey. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. Um, I've got another photo, a photo one, unfortunately. It's been hard oh, here we go, the, be- the, the fantastic um, photo. Staying on the um, Adam Johnson theme this week. Actually. Oh, yeah, beautiful. beautiful um, and at first, the first photo is a photo of the former Chelsea player, Good Johnson, Edda Good Johnson. Yep. Uh, and there's a photo of Adam Johnson saying, Bad Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm a fan. Do you have any more, Mickey? I've got a couple. Uh, I'm out. You go. All right, I got a couple more. This one's from at uh, Indiquay uh, saying, How annoying is it when you tell a guy that you don't watch football and he goes, But if you did, who would you support? Fam, I couldn't even name you two players. All I know is some Wenger guy is out all the time. <laughs> uh, fair enough. And then, uh, look, this is the one that has been making the rounds a bit. It's, it's a pretty cheap one. But at the United Stand, those criticizing Sanchez's miss. The wind was about 11 miles per hour to the That's right of the yeah. goal. The ball was uh, was also behind his kicking leg with the spin of the right to the left, meaning any connection was impossible. The angle was also near impossible. The grass wetness also made it difficult to hit. Um. 
No, Mickey. A bunch of excuses. Yeah, yeah. a bunch of excuses. But uh, like we we take we like we love fans who do that. They're passionate. They're yeah. passionate. And they'll make yeah. they'll make any excuse to their team. But Mickey, Champions League's around the corner. We and, are. Uh, this yep, is, is so Sorry. exciting. Uh, in every in the context of everything, you know, we've been kind of we've been just getting ready for it. Seems like such a massive break. You know, yeah, it seems like a, yeah, as you said, huge wait between between drinks, I guess, and February's fast approached and. What a week. What a week. Um, you have to be excited about this game. Juventus versus Tottenham, Nick. This is huge. Are just happy to be a part of it? I, I A little bit I am, but I know I always, I've always been kind of one of those ones. If you, to be the best, you've got to beat the best. And Juventus are one of the best teams in the world right now. And for good reason. They've, I think they've only conceded like one goal in their past like nine games. So they are, they're in tip-top shape. Uh, their midfield is lagging. in second. Pardon? They're sitting second. On yeah, the sitting table. second. Napoli still on top. So uh, then Napoli only one loss, but yeah, Napoli difference. have been unbelievable. I really hope Napoli take it out. They're a great. They're a great club. I really like Napoli. And uh, Juventus winning every season does get a bit boring for me personally. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a great game. Um, as I said before, Alderweireld not going over there, so he's uh, he's not going to be playing. It is six forty-five a.m. tomorrow, which is perfect for me because I have university at nine o'clock, so I can I can watch the game and I yeah. Can... Well, I'll be watching our game on Thursday morning. At work. At work. <laughs> yes. Uh, so there's Hopefully four, no one from work. So there's four see. games on this week. Uh, yep. you know, um, so Spurs obviously coming off a really tough run with United, Arsenal, Liverpool. So hopefully they're not too tired from those games. It's one of those ones where it would have been better maybe to have a game against like Huddlefield or something like that. Yeah. Um, leading into this Juventus game. But that's all it good. Is what it is. Yeah, you, know, you can't. You know, that's no, no, by no means an excuse. Uh, Nick. But, Oh, sorry, you go. Uh, but the other game, of course, is Basel, Man City. City yeah. What question do you have for me, Mickey? Um, what do you think you guys can win? Yeah, well, of I think you can. But it def- even a Turin, um, got a scoreline prediction. Um, I'm gonna go one-one. I think that I look. I see. I don't think um, Juventus. The best thing is you got you know Higuain versus Kane or Dybala versus Kane. It's it's gonna be a really yeah. great uh, battle. Um, they they're not gonna have it. Kane's not gonna have it as easy as what he did at, at Arsenal, and he's gonna have to take his chances. If he only gets one chance, he's gonna have, have to, to take put it. Away, you know what yeah. I mean, like, and he might so, only get one. They're really exactly. They're yeah. really good if, if he gets event. one, if he gets one, he needs to put it away, and he might not get any. And they're, that's the crazy thing they, about they it. They really um, Juventus really have one of the blueprints of the you know the best. They're so you know, well. Yeah, they, they are, are so and well drilled. The back partnership is, you know, really strong. Cellini and um, oh, who's the other one now? I can't. Oh, but uh, Benocchi, Benucci's gone. Benucci, yeah, he's been to AC Milan, didn't yeah. he? I've, I've got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but it's gonna it is, It's gonna be an absolute cracker. It's probably uh, look in terms of like uh, two teams that I'm really excited to see. This might be. Is this the? Oh, actually, no. I was gonna say, is this the game of the week? No, I forgot about Thursday's game. Um, you know, of course we have our. Uh, Liverpool going up against Porto, Benita, which, which is going to be hap- which is going to be massive. That's the other centre back, Benita. There you go. Uh, but the massive game on Thursday, Mickey, one of the probably the biggest game of the year so far. Real Madrid versus PSG. What a fixture this is going to be! It's a battle of the kings, isn't it? Yeah. Um, first of all, we'll go through the other games. Uh, Basel versus um, uh, Manchester City. Who yes. have you got? And now, why? Basel, Basel sitting uh, for for everyone who doesn't know. So, so we're going to go over the teams that you know they're playing. Um, Basel's currently sitting second in the Swiss league, um, five points behind Young Boys. Young Boys. Uh, they, they have lost four for the season. You know, for a team like Basel, that's not normally how they go. They normally um, they kind of like the bottom your neck of their league. They they normally take it out. Yeah. Um, you know, this should be a pretty straightforward. Go for City. I think if they could get an easy team, I don't think they could have. I think this is probably as easy as it gets at this stage of the competition. Yep. Um. So it's a it's a perfect setup for City to really cruise through to the next round. Um. Porto. 
Um, they play Liverpool, obviously. This is a good. This is a really good game, I think. Um, yeah, Liverpool kind of are in the. They've got like an opponent who is not unbelievable. They're not a powerhouse, but they're not an easy beat. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. kind of that middle team tier team. Um, it, this is going to be really tough because I don't think Porto have really come up against a, an attack like Liverpool's for a while. They haven't. But um, in saying that, they they've only conceded ten goals for the Unique um, in the in the Port- Portuguese league. They Perfect. are two points ahead of Benfica. Yep. Um, and and Sporting. You know, they're in a commanding position uh, with a game in hand too, by the way. Yep. Um, they are in a commanding position in their league, but you are right. I, I think um, coming up against this Liverpool attack, but it's a, it's a Liverpool side that turns up, you know. they. Yep. I'd love to see us score three goals at Porto. Um, I think that'd just be the, the ultimate setup for us. Um, and, and if we score the first one in Anfield, then we'll sit ourselves up. For, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd hope so. But this is going to be a very important fixture for us, especially the away fixture, because I feel that we need to score. Do you think you will? What do you, what's your score? I prediction? think we will. I think maybe like we could possibly win. You know, for us, I still think we could possibly th- score three. Yep. But it's, it's I don't know how much they're going to score. You know, for me, I've just got to when I watch the game, it'll be um, I'll, I'll probably get you probably get an idea in the first ten minutes if we if we're here. Yeah. If we're going to be in up. control. Yeah. If and it's more if our defense shows up. Yeah. Of course. I know I could. T- I know our attack's going to show up. So. Um, I just hope they don't play defensive against us because yeah. um, we'll struggle in that perspective. But I think that we should get through. Um, you know, we definitely haven't got the worst draw, which we're going to talk no. about right now. Barcelona versus Chelsea. Nick, thoughts? Barcelona versus Chelsea, the one that's next week, or do you want to go Real Madrid versus PSG? Real Madrid. We'll, we'll do Real Madrid versus PSG, but then we'll go back to the Premier League ones. Are we going to go through all the, well, the next games, week, are we? We've got next week's games. We'll wait for those for next week, won't they? Because it's uh, still a week Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, so we'll go to the last game that's, uh, that, that is this week, which oh, is Real we'll Madrid yeah, PSG. Yeah, yeah. Next week Fine. we'll cover the other four games. Uh, yeah, so who have you got? This is the biggest game of the other season so far in terms of all fixtures, I would say. This is absolutely massive in the context. Uh, I think this a is A lot more... of people say whoever wins this wins the Champions League. I think this is more dangerous for Real Madrid. I think... I mean PSG, sorry. In the in regards to Real Madrid having such a bad season at the moment, if PSG can't take them now, then the questions will be raised if they can ever take them, kind of thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, I think their season's been so highlighted around the world has been like probably their worst since I've ever known Real Madrid. Um, that you know PSG's whole um, selling point at the moment is being able to win this competition. Yeah. You know, they they believe they can win this competition. They can believe they, they're the biggest club in Europe and this is the only way that anyone's going to turn their head and go, PSG can be the biggest club in Europe. Because um, obviously that's the only thing they want. Obviously they're not going to get the respect they want from League One. Yeah. Um, no matter, you know, they could win every single game, not lose, and no one would blink an eyelid, I don't think. Would you? No, it'd be impressive, but it wouldn't be. like It's not something I'm going to remember. Like, you no, know what exactly I mean? Exactly like, right. And... You know, this competition is going to keep someone like Neymar at the club longer. I yeah, think it's inevitable it. before he goes. To yeah, be I, don't I think, think he's going to get to 27, 28, and he'll go, oh, I've had enough now. Let's go kill another league. Let's go dominate another league kind of thing. I reckon he'd go to Madrid. Good. Yeah, big chance. I think that um, you know, Zidane's in a real spot of bother here. If he got knocked out in you know, in these fixtures, uh, he could get the sack. He's really – people are very yeah, – uh, over in him. Spain, they're very upset with him. They don't think he's he's the man to do it. Uh, one of the, basically the guy at the top of his list, and this is why I'm, I hope Madrid win, is Pochettino. Pochettino apparently is their number one choice for a replacement yep. for Zidane. I'd love to see him. Yeah, I would love. To be honest, I'd love to see Poch go for Real Madrid, but 
I kind of don't want him to because <laughs> there's no. I think he's the. Best, I think he's one of the best. Who would who would Tottenham get as a well, replacement? Exactly, well, we get Big Sam. Big Sam, bring him big in. Big, bring, no, we wouldn't like yo. But that's he's at the top of the list. And if he did go, Kane would go with him. And I would. Oh, say, I would. I would say Kane, Kane would go with him. Kane loves Posh. Absolutely loves him. And uh, the opportunity to play over there uh, under Posh would be. just I think he'd go dream. without Posh. I don't know. I think he, I think he's if Posh stays, I think Kane will stay. Personally, I think that that's my way of thinking. Um, that's probably just by a Spurs supporter, of course. But uh, yeah, it's it's a huge fixture. I think that um, I think Real Madrid might pinch this one actually, and in, 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 in this fixture in particular, I think the home fixture. Is it the better Bayer? Yes, it is. It is at the better Bayer. So it's I think a huge I think they'll first win, leg. I think they'll win two one. What's your uh, prediction? Um, I think I actually think PSG might win one nil. Of course, we will cover Chelsea, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, um, Besiktas. Uh, I, I just like saying Besiktas. Uh, Sevilla, Manchester United next week because okay. those games are next yep, Wednesday yep. and Thursday, so we'll cover it next Tuesday's episode. Uh, but Mickey, uh, you got a question for me before we uh, move on to the predictions for week? Yeah. Today. So before we finish up for tonight, um, I'd love to ask you this question, Nick. Um, listening to a bit of radio this morning, uh, Darren Lewis, who's a respected uh, journalist, and yep. Um, normally one of the first guys to have um, news of anything happening in the world of football. I actually, I actually very enjoy listening to him and 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 listening to what you know what his thoughts are on a lot of a lot of topics. Yep, um, he's one of my favourites, and he does go for Liverpool too. So you know, I wonder he, why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, I, I like him. Yep. But he he did raise a question today, and I wanted to get your opinion on it because you know it made me sit back and think a little bit. Um, and he made the claim that Man United are possibly in a, I mean, Liverpool are possibly in a better position than Man United at the moment in regards to, yes, United are two points ahead of Liverpool at the moment. They're in a better position in the league. Yep. But the direction of the club, the way they're going, the way they play football, um, he seems to think United have no direction at the moment. They have no style of play. Liverpool have a direction. They're, they're fixing the issues that they've got and which they've started to already with the fans. They've got Nabucato coming in. Are Liverpool in a better position at the moment than United? So this is coming from a uh, this is coming from a Liverpool Liverpool supporting journalist. Just out but, of curiosity. Just, just before I answer, yes, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Um, I understand his claim. No, it's, it's a it's a yeah. Of course, you're going to make the Liverpool United comparisons because they are direct rivals and they do absolutely right next to each other. They despise each other, which is fan, which is a great rivalry for the league. Um. You could definitely make that argument because United right now and this when the Sanchez deal kind of went through, it was one of those ones. It's almost like they just wanted the name. And it's they were pushing for it. it. They tried too hard, didn't they? Well, it seems like you know, with Pogba as well. Like Pogba's a great player. I think he, I think he's been, you know, by the internet fans, I think he's a lot better than what they give him credit for. Yeah. Um, and he's, but he's not as good as what United fans think he is. So he's kind of in that middle tier there. Uh, but spending that much money on him, I don't think that they did it for the right Rick reasons. Record shirt sales. Record shirt, yeah, they do get shirt sales. Of course they do, and that's yep. huge. That's a huge deal. Would you buy a Sanchez shirt if you're a Man United supporter? No, I would buy. You wouldn't. I would buy a. Yeah, actually, oh, no, I'd buy a Martial shirt. Hey, Martial's king. I love Martial. Yeah, but I'm afraid you'll go back to number nine soon. Hey, I'll buy into the Hayer shirt. Oh wait, you can't. Lukaku's got it. Yeah, exactly. And the other one was Lukaku. Um, you know, they seem to be splurging out. Obviously, they're trying. They're obviously wouldn't trying. He, to, wouldn't get a uh, Lingard shirt. <laughs> no, I would not get a Jesse Lingard because he's yeah. not going to make the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doing the pots. But, um, I understand because you know when. When Liverpool make their signings, they they seem more logical at the moment, and they turn into genuine stars. Yeah. I can't remember the last. Oh, Chorus, even Chorus is starting to find his feet now. Believe it or not, is he? You think about the, the signings Klopp made, right? Robertson. I want to go straight from yep. the back. Goodbye. Um, we got uh, we got Van Dijk. It's played a bit earlier. Tell yep, yeah, can't say anything. Can't say anything yet. Salah, Great. Mane, yep. Firmino. Yep. I actually, Firmino was pre Klopp. Pre Klopp. Yep. Um, you think about players like Lallana, who's turned into a decent player since he's gone. 
Klopp when, is, when he's he, not choking out kids, yeah. Yeah, when he's not choking out kids. <laughs> he, he seems to handpick his players. And Did he you guys just, sign Chan or was he before that? With Klopp for uh, that No, I think he was before he that. He was before that, yeah. yeah. Um, well, Nyaldum. Wanyadam, yeah, he's been solid. He's, he's been has, good. He's been fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, but the, the signings Klopp's made it a, a handpicked players, right? That he doesn't want at a time. It's almost like he works on a one on one and he gets him into the, the team system. And um, besides Curious, I haven't really seen a flop from Klopp yet. Well, I'm just so thinking Klein as well. I think. Yeah, Klein was he was he one? I think. Oh, he'd be close. He'd be right, yeah, be right very... around that time. Uh, I look at United. Um, Matic has been really good, so we get, we'll give him that. Uh, Pogba, would you say yes or no? Oh, you know, you can't help put the price tag into the question. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to say yes. He has shown a lot of promise. Sanchez, we can't say anything about Lukaku. He says scored 19 goals this year. He scored a lot. So would you say yes? I'd say he's a pass. And then, but then you have, yeah, like I know um, Lindelof has been a failure so far, of course. Um, they, they've been signing okay United. It's like they're not. But they're just like it, compared to Liverpool spinning for the, like a yeah, player. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's the half the price that, that they're paying that, for these that's players. What, that's what Even it is. Even Naby Keita was 40, it's going to be 48 million now instead of, course, of 70. Yeah, but the thing is with Naby Keita is he hasn't had a fantastic season from all reports. Oh, yeah. He's had a real good season. No, I've heard I've heard he's been a bit uh, bit off this season from what, from what I've learned. I've heard he's had a good season. Well, you're obviously going off your Liverpool support. Sources. Who 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 sources are you going? I'm going off, off, uh, off my podcast that I listen to. They've they've been saying Navigator has hasn't he's had a good season, but he hasn't been as good as what he was last year. Yeah, maybe because his heart's at Liverpool. <laughs> he's at, everyone's heart's at Liverpool when it comes they to are. you. Uh, yeah, I, I I think it's a good argument to make. It's it's something that you know who because it is a mere think, two points to separate these. But two the only thing that I can say is um, Liverpool have direction. That, well, Liverpool do have direction. Uh, Man United don't, but Man United have a bank account. And it's pretty... So do we. We just don't use it like they do. Man United has a massive bank account. There's is much bigger than Liverpool's. Like in terms of what they're willing to spend. Um, Liverpool, yeah. they flex their muscles every now in Liverpool. Yeah, of course, Van Dijk's a big big one for them. But they can't do that every... I don't think they can do that every transfer window. Where I think United... And this is one of those annoying things. I think Klopp's a better manager than Mourinho as well, currently. I think that... Yeah. I, I think Mourinho's out of his depth at the moment. He doesn't know what he's doing. He, I think he's, he struggles to fit everyone like, on the It's like the game's caught up with him. You know, he, you know, he played with... He made some... Average side's brilliant in the early days. You think of Porto, you yep. think of Inter, oh, Inter, not so much. They were a pretty good side as it is. Yeah. But, you know, um, he, he made these teams work. I don't know how he made Porto win the Champions League. That is a, <laughs> amazing. But, you know, he, he's come to these guys and had success at Chelsea and all the, obviously and all that. But maybe his tactics are getting sorted out. You know, maybe it's caught be. up with him. You know, Arsene Wenger's tactics obviously they 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 were they were found out ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, still and still going um, strong. And maybe Mourinho's you know become a victim to that as well. The only pro- the only thing I would say in United's favour is the fact that because of their massive bank uh, their checkbook that they could just go out and buy whoever they want in the summer and they can write all they can almost just write all their wrongs. Like they have a lot of great players. Yeah, they have they have you know when you look at like Lingard, Rashford. Um, Lingard, Rashford, and Lukaku is a great player as well. Pogba's a great player. I'd say Matic, Martial is a great player. Like their their front bunch of players are all great, and they have a lot of potential on paper to be fantastic. It's just that they they're not they haven't figured out, and this is why you know they need more reason to buy players instead of just buying them because they're hot property or because they you know, they feel like they're going to sell some shirts. Mm. Where yeah, you know, they're just kind of getting players. Ah, oh, let's just get them. Let's just get them. I don't think they're doing yeah. enough research on them. Where I yeah. think that Liverpool. 
They have to. It's like it's like yeah, because it's club, a big boy. Yeah, every club except for probably City, United, and Chelsea, they we have to do our research because otherwise it's we don't be a failure. Yeah, like, we like even with like guys like Ox Chamberlain that's coming. Yeah, exactly. Like Ox, Ox, Ox has been great. Ox has been fantastic. He had a bit of a poor game on the weekend, but you know, you, it is you, what it is. you give it. Yeah, you give and take those ones. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a good one. It's yeah. a good. It's a good little. Uh, yeah, well, it's something for the now. listeners to think about, and maybe leave your comments as well if you if you guys. Um, you know, have anything to say about that subject. Nick, we'll move on to the predictions this week and yes. then, yeah, we'll finish up. I can't wait. This is a big week with a couple of massive games in here, but uh, we'll start with the smaller games. Uh, Leicester versus Stoke. Uh, Leicester 2-1. I'm going to go Leicester 2-0. Bournemouth versus Newcastle. Newcastle 1-0. Bournemouth 3-0. Uh, Brighton versus Swansea. Ooh, Swansea 2-1. Brighton 1-0. Uh, Burnley versus Southampton. Southampton. Uh, Burnley 1-0. Southampton one nil. Um, Liverpool versus West Ham. Liverpool three nil. Liverpool two one. Um, West Brom versus Huddersfield. Huddersfield three nil. West Brom two nil. I think it's quite di- just about different. Nearly everyone. It's going to be good. Uh, Watford versus Everton. Everton three one. Two all draw. Um, I think that's my first draw. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll skip that one. Crystal Palace Tottenham. Tottenham three nil. Tottenham 2 0. Uh, and then we have the two big games. Uh, we'll go Arsenal, Man City. I'm going to go with the results that I, I want. <laughs> okay. City, Arsenal, 1 0. Uh, I'm going to go with the result I want. City, Arsenal, City, 7 0. Um, oh, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> we want, City, right, we want City to win, don't we? Sorry. And then the other game. Actually, I think Arsenal are going to win against City. I don't know why. I just had this feeling that they're just going to pip them because it's just an Arsenal thing to do. Well, their attack is going to give City a lot of problems this yeah. weekend. I think but City def- don't have too many games where their defence gets a chance to get exposed and they do look shaky when they that, that does happen. And I think Arsenal can do that. Yeah. Because what well, they got to lose now? Yeah, exactly. They they, they, can, they, can, they might as well go out swinging against a team like yep. City. Uh, and Manchester United versus Chelsea One at all. Old Trafford. One all? Yeah, that's Perfect result. I'm going to go six all. Fuck it. Let's go big. Six <laughs> all. Six all. No, I thought two all. Two all draw. Um, I'd be more than happy with that. Although it's just as likely for it to be a nil all draw, knowing yeah. knowing these two managers, like they just don't know. I, they again, both managers are stuck in a weird place. I think yeah. they're they're a drumming away Chelsea from Conte going. I don't know if it's against Man United for the team for them to actually lose him, but it's going to be massive. It's a huge week for the Premier League this week. Man. Massive uh, Champions League as well. A lot of six pointers, and yeah, Champions, Champions League's, League's awesome. even bigger than six pointers. You'll, you'll know the results by the time you see this tomorrow morning, probably. Yeah, so basically, we'll just see what what happens. Yeah, God, it's, it's going to be massive. Uh, people like us on Facebook. It's a massive deal to us. Um, get involved in the conversation. It's always, yeah, yeah, it's always have good. Have you, like, say your opinions, you know, any topics that you want us to talk about, write it in. We'll, we'll, um, we'll definitely bring it up Man, and I, we'll I just have had, our thoughts. I just had to talk five minutes about why um, Liverpool are doing better than United. And I don't care about either club. So, like, you know. Oh, we'll so they are doing better than United. We will talk. Well, I just, I just went to agree Yes. Yeah, I think Say it's yes. Look at me in the eye. They're a better team. Look at me in the eye. I'd rather support. Stop winking. I'd rather support Liverpool than United right now because yes. I was like, I Liverpool play better football. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening to the Total Ninety Premier League podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Mickey Kennedy, take us out. Premier League, Champions League, everything you want. It's finally back the Champions League. Can't wait for that, Nick. <laughs> um, obviously, yeah. Look us up on Facebook, Total Ninety Premier League podcast. Give us a like. Have a listen. You know, have your opinion and say. Nick, finish us off. I'm excited.